Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the segment that I call It Happened to Me. And why we have this segment is because for many people, they believe that they're quite alone. That what is happening in the world of difficult, disturbing, and toxic people is only happening to them. And it's just so not true. So I want to have this segment for you every couple of weeks where you hear from someone who tells the story that actually happened to them and we discuss it a little bit. And most of my guests in this situation are anonymous, as with today's guest. Whether that relationship is with a parent, whether it's your ex, your partner, your child, your teenager, your alienated grown child and grandchildren, whatever it is, it can be happening to you. And if the person we're discussing is a hijackal, I want to tell you that most likely nothing that's going on is your fault. But what you do with the information and how you respond to it is entirely in your control. And that's what we do on this program is help you understand, recognize what's going on, learn what is okay with you, what's not okay, how to express that, what to do next in your next best steps. So I want to welcome my guest to the program. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you would come and tell our story, your story because I know it's a story that's not, not an old story. It's a fairly recent story, and it, it has to do with extended family. So how about telling us your story? Well, it's, you're right. It is very new, and it just happened yesterday. And it was very upsetting because I thought that everything with my older son was going so well. For once, he was finally understanding and listening to me. And I had so much hope that it was always going to stay this way. And then suddenly, my I drove for a long, long way to attend my grandson's birthday. And he absolutely loves sparklers. And I brought him some sparklers. And while I was there and my stepmother were there, we were watching the children play with the sparklers and everything was going very, very well. And in the meantime, my older son had been a part of it. I mean, he never said anything about anything negative about the sparklers. And he left for quite a long time just to go get the children dinner. I think it was like an hour and a half. And finally I left the house because my friend was waiting for me. And I get this really nasty text from him on the way to my friend's house that says, I already told you not to bring fire for my children to play with. 
And I was mm. so stunned. I guess. <laughs> because A, you didn't bring fire. And B, it was a, a gift that it seems they knew was coming. Right. Yes. And we'd already done it at Christmas time. And everybody <laughs> was all excited about it. And the kids had a, a fabulous time. And because I can get them so easily with where I live, I thought it was okay. I didn't know I didn't have permission to do that. Yes. And so now we're talking about something that listeners can recognize, which is the ability of a person who is difficult or toxic or the people I call hijackles to turn on a dime. One minute, it's the best thing that you ever could have brought the children. The next minute, what were you thinking? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense, does it? It just leaves you with your head spinning. I had no idea what he was even talking about. And apparently, while he was there, the kids threw some of the sparklers in the trees, which had absolutely nothing to do with me. And when he said this to me, I said, well, everything was good when I was there because I was supervising them. So what happened when you were there? Weren't you watching what they were doing? Because they shouldn't have fire of any kind if they don't have some kind of adult supervision. And I was long gone. So I, I was really confused. And then he responded by saying he didn't need me in his life. And, you know, the big F you at the same time. And I said, geez, you know, I'm, I'm sure that you didn't tell my stepmother the same thing in the same kind of language. And he just decided that I wasn't, I was to no longer be a part of his life. And you know what you're really giving voice to, and I hope everybody's taking note of this, because actually this happens to some degree with all toxic people, with all hijackals. And what you were just saying, and the second part that is important to note, is that it went to completely mismanaged, out-of-proportion responses. Like one minute we're talking about sparklers and fun and fire, and the next minute, because there was just a question and a dialogue, the hijackal couldn't stand that for a moment. So they go to the out-of-proportion emotion, which is now I never want to see you again forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and that's really hard to understand. But what, what's going on in a hijackal is that if I can't have it my way, I feel so threatened and I feel like I have no control that I have to get rid of you so that I feel like I have control back in my life. And the problem with that, of course, is that after a while, you are their supply. They hope that they can control you and you're part of their supply chain. So after you've been gone for a while and they've sent you away, then they want you back because they want to try it again. And many times people have to go through cycle after cycle. And in the situation that you're describing, when it's your child, of course we give them so many chances, don't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I, you know, I want to tell you what I think which was most confusing is that he accused me of being irresponsible mm -hmm. and said that I acted like a six-year-old and I don't even know how that came about because I wasn't even there when all of this went on. So suddenly I'm the one who's irresponsible because I brought the sparklers, but it was him that who wasn't watching the kids. There we go. Number three, 
things about hijackals. Hijackals will always tell you who they are because they will tell you who you are. And what they're saying is, I can't bear the idea of this being me, so I'm going to say it's you. So he knew he was irresponsible, so he made you irresponsible because he couldn't possibly be irresponsible because that would shatter his perception of perfection of himself. So therefore he projects and says, you're irresponsible. That way he can blame you and not have any problems with himself. And that's just so typical of hijackles. Has that happened before with this fellow? Uh, almost his whole life. He's been a problem like this. Anytime that it's something he doesn't like. It's always everybody else's fault. And that's what he accused me of, which I thought was really interesting, is he accused me that I blame everybody else for everything. Always was his phrase. Always. And I don't even know where that came from. I can't. I, none of this makes any logical sense. And to when you're in it, and you, you know, you're not me and this isn't what you study, it doesn't make any sense. It is absolutely crazy-making and mind-boggling and causes you to question your sanity because it isn't logical. You can't be logical with a hijackle. They have no logic. The only logic is, I win, you lose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Simple and as that. Dr. Shaler, on top of this, we've got an alcoholic situation. Oh. And when he left to go get the kids the food, it shouldn't have, I mean, it was just down the street. It shouldn't have taken an hour and a half. So he tends to be even nastier when he drinks. And I knew right away, as soon as I got this behavior, that he must have been out drinking. And, that, and he left the whole family to go do that. Yeah, it's not surprising, and uh, it's so unfortunate, but all of these pieces go together. So if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, how many times have I made excuses for somebody and their behavior or rationalized their behavior or justified their behavior, or that the penny just dropped for you, just as it did for my guest, that, oh, didn't really realize it, but went for food five blocks away, took an hour and a half, probably stopped for a drink, therefore the change in behavior and response, ah, wasn't thinking about that. And that's because our minds don't work the way hijackal minds work. Mm. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're talking about the projection and the projection and the projection. And remember, everybody, projection is when what I'm most concerned is going on with me I'm afraid is going on with me. I project it on you and say it's happening to you. Hmm. So when he says you're irresponsible, that's because he could not face the mirror and look at himself and say, I was irresponsible. I wasn't watching what they were doing. I wasn't monitoring or supervising. And I, there are no flies on me. Nothing is going to stick. I am Teflon man. And therefore, I am going to throw it at you and see if it will stick. And that's unfortunate. And if you're hearing this and you're thinking, wow, I never thought of that. Yeah, that happens over and over and over at my house. That's why I bring you these segments called It Happened to Me. And actually, I'm collecting your stories. So if you would like to send me 750 words about your story, 
what happened, what you did about it, and what you learned from it, you can go to forrelationshiphelp.com slash I-H-T-M. That's for It Happened to Me. And I'd love to have your stories because I'm compiling them. You can be anonymous, but it will really help other people to know that they are not alone. And that's, as I say in the introduction to the show, that's what this is all about, knowing that you're not alone. So here you have this circumstance, and it's about 24, 36 hours old. How are you feeling about it? Well, actually... I know none of what he says is true because I take care of whole communities. So how could I possibly be irresponsible? And you helped me too, Dr. Shaler, because you helped me see that it's not me. It had nothing to do with me. He just had to lash out at somebody. And I've been the somebody almost his entire life. And this has happened over and over and over again. And it's no different than every other time. So, uh, you know, I drove a really long way for a birthday party and a few hours. And I thought I was going to see them on other days. But that's not happening because I just decided I want to stay away from this. It's sad for my grandchildren, but it is what it is. And I'm not going to be subjected to this kind of abuse. I'm done with it. So you clearly knew your boundary, you reconstructed and reaffirmed and validated your boundary, you expressed it, and now you're holding it. And that's what we all need to learn to do. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I do a lot of Facebook Lives. There was one this week that I did on why is it so hard to set boundaries? Why don't we do it? And if you need that kind of help, that's there for you. Go to my YouTube channel I, at youtube.com slash for relationship help it's up there too and um, so you were able to clearly think it through probably because this happened so many times as you said yeah. and yeah. say all right what have I learned from these repeat experiences now I know I am just going to say no no exactly yeah. but I haven't said no to him I, ha- I didn't re- after he said I acted like I was six years old I haven't responded to him at all Good. And I have no interest in doing that. I, I'm just so done. And I think because I decided that I'm done with it, I feel a whole lot better about it. And that's a huge decision to make, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's painful because it's probably going to alienate me from my grandchildren, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be disrespected. And I just don't need this in my life. Well, I think it's a good thing to think through, and you've thought it through carefully. And your grandchildren need to know that it's not about them. And, you know, in our previous conversation prior to coming on air, I suggested to you that you send them little parcels and Mm -hmm. and notes and things so they know it's not about them. Because little people in their brain development, they they think that everything is centered in them that they caused everything until they're seven or eight years old. And it's very important when strife is in a family to let the children know that it's not their fault. They're not Mm -hmm. causing it. It has nothing to do with it. So you can maintain that relationship. And unfortunately, I mean, I have to say it, who knows if your male will get to the children. Yeah, absolutely. But you do it because you want to, and it's who you are. So thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're welcome. And I hope it helps other people too, because this is just, you know, I, one thing I really learned is not to be a victim where this is concerned, because 
it just doesn't have anything to do with me and anybody I'm sure that you're talking to. It's not about them either. So that's no. the way to look at it. Well, that's right. And certainly we have to look at the way we're enabling it or putting up with it or allowing it to continue, but we are not who they say we are. And right. that's the important thing for us to understand. And when they tell us everything's their, our fault, we have to know that that also is not true. And what they're saying is something we shouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So, so thanks again. And you've been listening to the Relationship Help Show. And this segment is called It Happened to Me. And if you have a story you'd like me to read on air or you'd like to come on air and tell your story, you can send in your story to forrelationshiphelp.com slash I-H-T-M standing for It Happened to Me. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.